The Warrior's Heart, a reading by Grammy. Hello, my sweet munchkins. This is a story written for you by my dear friend, Danny Cherie. Won't you listen and learn how the fairy could lose something so very important so that you may never lose your wings? Chapter 19 Underground When Elizabeth was younger, the underground had been her favorite area to sneak into. It was this area where the fairy dust was made and stored. Knowing this place was forbidden to younger fairies, she learned her way around the various chambers of rooms. Whenever she walked through the tall oak doors of the main production room, her heart would beat fast against her chest in excitement as the fairy dust magically fell like a waterfall into a huge bowl, which was almost as big as the room itself. Elizabeth had always been stunned that somehow the bowl never filled up. This was one of the many reasons she loved this place. It held mysteries and magic. But now, entering this room as a warrior on a mission, she felt something different, dread. No longer did this place hold excitement and adventure, but instead, fear and death. Elizabeth looked to her right at Quinn, the complete stranger who was willing to give up his life for her and her fairy colony. To what did she owe this debt? He smiled reassuringly at her. She realized this young fighter had held courage and compassion that was unfamiliar to her. How she had desired to be just as strong as him. Taking a deep breath, Elizabeth refocused on the task at hand. Placing her hand on the tall oak door, she battled the fear fighting to engulf her. Just when she thought the fear would get the best of her, Quinn placed his hand on top of hers. We'll do it together, all right? He asked gently. Elizabeth nodded and together they pushed the tall oak doors open to enter the main production room. I've been waiting a long time for you, Elizabeth. What took you so long? It was the voice of which Elizabeth was most frightened. She heard it in her sleep and in her waking. It was the voice from the swamp. Wait, what is that horrid smell? Is that Abaddon? She asked Quinn as her eyes frantically searched for the snake. But in the dimly lit room, Elizabeth found no trace of him. What you are smelling is fear, my dear. The snake suddenly slithered up behind them as he spoke, causing them to lunge forward and lose their balance. Both Elizabeth and Quinn toppled over one another as the snake laughed in an evil way that neither fairy had ever heard before. Quinn recovered faster than Elizabeth and took a lunge towards Abaddon. With much ease, the snake hit Quinn with his tail sending him spiraling all the way across the room. Quinn! Elizabeth ran toward him, afraid of what she might find. 
She held her breath until she saw him open his eyes and realized he was okay. She knelt beside him, knowing what needed to be done. This was her battle to fight. She bent down towards his face as if to listen for breathing, but instead whispered, I will distract the snake. You go directly to the fairy dust and then free my people and the animals. I can't leave you. You won't be able to fight him alone, Quinn argued breathlessly. I won't be alone. The fountainhead is here with me. He will give me the strength I need, Elizabeth said confidently. Fear not, Quinn. I won't be able to live with myself if anything happens to you, Elizabeth. A good warrior never leaves another behind. This is my fight I need to conquer. Your people need the reinforcements of my people. That is why you must free them. Now go, demanded Elizabeth as she turned towards the snake. Chatter, chattered, little ones. Are we creating a plan to destroy me? <laughs> Abaddon laughed his menacing laugh. I will not let you win, Abaddon. You cannot have my body or my soul. I stand against you, Elizabeth defiantly shouted to the snake's face. Ha! With what power? Abaddon sneered. With the power of the fountainhead, Elizabeth declared. Suddenly, the room was silent. Everything seemed to stop. She knew he was afraid of the fountainhead's power. She watched his skin tremble from the top of his slimy head to the bottom of his pointy tail at the mention of his name. Then quickly, Abaddon regained his composure. Funny, I don't see him here. It seems as though you've been abandoned. Even though Elizabeth knew that to not be true, she felt a little slip in her heart that perhaps he had left her momentarily. Would he break his promise? Despite her emotions, she immediately cast those thoughts aside and called upon the name of her true savior, the Fountainhead. Father, allow me to work only in your strength, Elizabeth yelled as the snake moved in to attack her. Using his head, he struck her and flung her across the room. She hit the wall hard, then smacked against the ground with an even harder thud. With the wind knocked out of her lungs, it was everything she could do to stand to her feet. Looking around, she no longer saw Quinn. She could only pray that Quinn had taken what he needed of the fairy dust and would make it back to free her people and the animals. I refuse to let you be the victor here, Abaddon. You do not instill fear within me. Elizabeth defied him directly as she raised her arm. With those words, the snake came at her hard and fast. His mouth opened wide to swallow her whole. But Elizabeth was quicker as she pulled out her sword and thrust it in the top of the snake's head. Abaddon thrashed around in pain, letting out a horrendous scream. Yet Elizabeth was still able to pull the sword out of his head just in time. Now, you will fear me, he cried out in venomous anger against her. Elizabeth stepped back. You were created by the fountainhead. You are his creation. 
he has power over you and because i am under his protection i do not and will not fear you elizabeth stood tall as she spoke she began to feel the fear lift from her heart and knew the words she spoke were true abaddon's tail swept at her knocking her to the ground and causing her to hit her head she opened her eyes just in time to see him rising over her once again painfully she moved toward the left to avoid him but not before he cut her arm with one of his fangs she cried out all the while forcing herself to stand up and pick up her sword fear me the snake demanded of her no i do not i will not fear you abaddon she responded while looking him straight in the eye i belong to my father i am under his protection you may harm my flesh but you cannot ever have nor harm my soul for i will forever be his one last desperate attempt abaddon tried to lunge at her again but she took her sword and slashed him across the face Elizabeth began to run in order to escape Abaddon's reach. She thought if she could get to a higher ground, she would have a better advantage. Spotting a balcony that overlooked the room not too far from her, Elizabeth swerved in and out to avoid Abaddon while figuring out how to get there. More than ever, she wished she had her wings, yet wishing did her no good now. Shaking the thought away, Elizabeth sheathed her sword taking a sharp right and thinking quickly, jumped onto the snake's back, using it to propel her onto the balcony. Barely making it, she grasped the edge of the balcony. Pulling herself up to the top, she lifted her bow from her back and snatched an arrow from her quiver. She was prepared to face her enemy. As she looked at him from above, Abaddon thrust his head with all his strength. To Elizabeth's dismay, he crashed against the wall, causing the balcony to crumble to the ground. As everything toppled, so did Elizabeth, all the way down to where the fight first began. She hit forcefully and could feel the darkness beginning to swallow her. It seemed so easy to allow herself to give up so she wouldn't have to fight any longer. Yet, for her people's sake, she would not give in to the darkness. Painfully, Elizabeth grabbed her bow and reached for the arrow that had fallen not too far from her. With her last ounce of energy, she set the arrow into the bow, aimed at Abaddon, and cried out one final time, Fountainhead! As Elizabeth released the arrow, a bright light set the room ablaze, and she remembered no more.